0: Hello, fellow Flutterers. This is your host, Alan. I just wanted to let you guys know ahead of time that the audio recording that we did is not the best quality. Um, my guest was in a little bit of a noisy place. So please excuse his audio quality. We hope that in the future if we have another discussion with him that we'll have a better audio quality for you. But in the meantime, please enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Wyma, and today I have a very special guest, somebody who I know personally, although not very well, Victor Tong. Did I pr- pronounce that correctly, I hope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is, well, I let him introduce himself, but the way I would introduce him is he's, he's a very uh plugged-in developer into Flutter. And, uh, you know, why don't you go ahead and talk about yourself? So how about we talk about you know, where are you from and, and and a little bit more about your background.
1: Yeah, I am uh, from Hong Kong. Uh, uh, I've been in Hong Kong for the last 14 years. Uh, I grew up in Canada, uh, Calgary, Hamilton, so it's in Alberta. Um, I do spend most of time just making things work. That's everything I do. Is it, is it good enough?
0: What do you mean by making things work, though? What do you, why do you say that? Because uh, yeah.
1: uh, in the software development world, they got lots of uh, stuff. Like you got the designers, you got the coder, backends and other, other parties in the game. So my job is actually put things to order. So basically, I grab uh, a design document from my designer, I put it in the uh, uh, app, as a father, and then I before it, so that's what I do every day.
0: What's your process when you actually do something like this? How do you how do you actually do it?
1: Uh, it's uh, it's a lot of changes from uh, from from what used to be about father. We used to be pretty slow because uh, we using uh, Android Studio Xcode. Uh, we have to do one by one, and uh, we got test version at a different time frame because we more different people. Uh, and then we'll test it against the same group of uh, client. And then it's just a very tedious. But now with Butter, we just, uh, do it live. I mean, it means live means that we actually go to the client's office. Uh, we, we, we just talk about, hey, how, how you guys want it. And even without designing, I just go in and I just type it out and, uh, they will see the UI, the logics and, uh, and I can make a deployment within the same day.
0: So so how does that process work, though? Because, I mean, I think the way you do it is kind of a little bit different than other people, right? Because uh, you have some kind of tool to kind of help you with that you kind of developed yourself. So uh, maybe you can explain a little bit more about, about that. And if you have a demo, of course, you can show us.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I can just share my screen
0: right here. And please uh, be verbose when you explain, right, for people who may just be listening and not actually watching.
1: Okay, so basically I have an app builder in the app forms. Uh, it doesn't, uh, it's not in the market. Uh, that's a, a tooling that I built for myself to create a UI with uh, different functions. So I can actually using my tablet, just create an app uh, for a demo, uh, for, for use case, and test out what kind of functionality people want. Is it the way you want it? Uh, the way it works is so simple. Though. You just create. You have a create button, and then you have another cell phone, probably via an Android or iOS phone. You just click one. You uh, want the app, and then once wait, you- wait, wait,
0: wait. Let's let's stop for a second. Let's stop for a second. Sorry to cut you off, but you're actually using Flutter to create other Flutter apps, right?
1: Yes. Uh, it's more than that though. It involves a couple of party, uh, or well, a couple of functions. It would do a, a, a code generation for a scaffold. We have a CLI creating a scaffold so I can put the widgets inside of the, on the widget tree. So everything has to be dynamic, right? So in order to do that though, we also need to some sort of a state management. We probably we can talk about later but basically for for our use cases so you just have to click for like what kind of stuff what kind of app you want to build and then we just click and uh it will be alive soon it's not that fast oh i forgot to pick the live mode live mode and then we we'll pick the so to be app is it the kind of app you want to build so we can see the client's like the reaction hey is it is it uh this kind of app you want to build or is this something like uh like a fashion holding app you want to build so we you can dynamically generate a lots of apps on demand without actually go through the the process and uh, once you we design the the direction like the people hey this is uh, this is how i want it and i can say you know what we can build from scratch how's that We can talk about hey, what kind of primary color you want? You want something fancy color, or or the theme of your 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 thingy? I I can turn on to uh, our stock mode. We also have the animation builder. That's a blow-in, so we can see what kind of animation for your for your widgets. So we can uh, play around. Like hey, you know, you do want something like that in your app, or, or or is it is it something that you're looking for? To build the widget. So no, you know, young people want fancy stuff. So we just, uh, I built in an app builder with a built in animation builder. So we can test it at the real time. We also have a theme builder. Uh, we can take care about all the colors, uh, based on material design and how they want the color and how they feel above the app but for for most of clients in hong kong we 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 skip that part we just go straight for uh uh lots of like uh uh, uh demo app let's say i want a splash i want some like planets uh those are uh, available in the in a in the market so we grab that as a demo so we we understand what kind of things they want to do and then we work it from there. So we can just go for, hey, this is a library app. This is a trailer app. It, it depends on the uh, the client, right? So I can build something really quick, really simple, and I can work from there. Does that explain how we do it?
0: Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm kind of curious about the animations, right? Can you actually preview the animations from within the builder or? You need to actually play with it on the side, or, or how does it work?
1: Uh, it was more like um, uh, it was uh, it's, uh, it's actually it's a finite state library, so I'm not supposed to talk about that, but okay. But anyway, I, I show you how so um, so everything uh, well, let's talk about my background, right my background is a Sharp program. Uh, I worked with uh, windows for for so long. So uh, we'll probably have to go back to, uh, to, the, to the stick for a bit so we can uh, get some background first and see how that uh, technology works for...
0: Yeah, so how about how about we start from there, right? How did you go from C Sharp to being a Flutter and kind of Dart advocate, I would say? Because you also pushed me to what you said. Hey, you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. You introduced me to Block. So yeah. please tell us.
1: Uh, so I I work C sharp because I'm a, a Octopus uh, developer. Um, Octopus is uh, <sighs> it's a thing in Hong Kong uh, for 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 payments. So uh, Octopus card, be something like uh, this guy.
0: Yeah, it's basically like a transit card, but you can also use it to pay for other things. Like Seven Eleven, you can buy there. Or any store that accepts yep. octopus as a payment method. Okay, that's interesting. Yep. So then, then what
1: happened? Uh, uh, the business actually going really well for the last 10 years. But, uh, but the thing is that it's, is not for design for startups. But I pick up my skill as uh, a defensive programmer from, uh, from octopus because, uh, there's lots of document testing, like widget testing for the, the device and the system. How stable is your system? How well the device interacting with the system? And how's the hardware requirement? Right. So I've been doing it for so long, and I know pretty much like how how well the device was a limited device and how how well it play. Right. And I think I think I have a pretty solid background on the, on the hardware and the software development. But I, I thinking I was thinking um uh, i might just pick a startup for for octopus right that's kind of like a great idea right well once you get through actually to the stages, kind of bored of the work you're probably thinking about oh i should make a startup with my uh c-sharp skills uh and then i i go to hackathon i go to hackathon to uh to try to grab a better understanding like what people use right but uh but I realized that after a couple hackathons, they just no one doing like Windows net framework for a startup. So I realized that it, it just doesn't work, right? And then C sharp was limiting to the Windows platform. You no, know, it was very really tough to actually get away from Windows. You know, .NET, uh, .NET 7.5, 4.5 and all c all bunch of technology. They were designed specifically with, with uh uh windows <laughs> so usher and other other things then i i search online and watch some youtube uh, and one day just you know the guy show up his name is uh, matt uh he is just so good he he talks about how do you build a very really unique ui at that time right very fancy well constructed UI. I was like, shock. Well, this is really good. This is exactly what I'm looking at because I'm suck at the room and I cannot yeah. work on, uh, Adobe XD. I mean, I don't have the graphic skills. I'm just not able to do it. Right. And then I, I, pick up some like documentation from, uh, Father uh, original website. And then I was hooked because the document, it's just so good. I mean, seriously, because C-Sharp and Windows, everything you had to make a guess. They're code source, they're undocumented, and they follow certain rules, but they got like thousands of technology, right? They got Rust, they got, they got, they got just tons of information, the PF and all kinds of stuff. It's just very complicated. But further, it's just two things. Dark, uh, uh, the photo itself, the photo itself actually is a canvas. But but the thing is that dark is so simple because they're simplifying the primitive. The primitive will be something like oh we used to for input to like 64 and other crazy numbers, and now we just go for like number, double, integer. That's it because they were designed for you know, people actually interpret. Uh, interpolation with, uh, other framework. So they was basically saying, Hey, this is more generic, but uh it's just easy to work with. And then, uh, I, I start making like, uh, uh, actual UI. It just took me like literally like one night. I just got picked up. So that's, that's uh, pretty much how I got from uh, C sharp, uh, windows and then go to dark.
0: I see. Are, are you working with anything else nowadays? You're still using C sharp or are you totally on Flutter or how about you No, work I'm right
1: working on uh, Python. Uh, I spend most of my time with Python. Actually, why? Because uh, I already feel comfortable working with uh, Flutter because I can pretty much build anything or my current skill level saying. Uh, I can just, you know, without Adobe XD, without designer, like nothing, absolutely nothing. I just go in. I can pretty much type it out any UI people want on demand. So I don't have to any design tooling. Just type it out. This is the way you want it. And I'm ready, right? But, but then when you go to the next stage, you have to work on the backend. The backend is kind of complicated. Because, uh, we're using lots of, uh, Docker microservices and how to orchestrate like different technology to get it right in the backend because the UI is already done. Like, like backend now I have to, uh, 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 do lots of machine learning. Uh, and then I also do, uh, uh, finance stuff. So we talk about automation. That's why we have to uh, spend majority time with Python uh, with uh, some some technology called Fast API. Because a fast API is a game changer. So uh, basically, it's a same. I used to be doing Python as a microservices. It's uh, tough. It's very, very tough. Uh, but because of performance, the Python itself is so slow. And then we have that exciting technology called Fast API Docker, so we can uh, just rocking with tons of like AI surfaces and uh, 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 basically everything with punching numbers, like and, and like uh, like like data sciences, uh, machine learning, or what kind of places uh, which is stuck in the fast API, and then we just rocking with uh, tons of microservices and well document. That's how I spend my day with. Uh, can.
0: Can, can we talk a little bit about more about FastAPI because I do hang out a little bit in the Facebook groups of Flutter and quite a few times people have ever actually asked questions about should I use API, should I use Firebase or should I use FastAPI and honestly I've never really heard of FastAPI until really recently within a week ago oh. so what, what is this thing exactly? Okay
1: so uh, Python is, uh, is, uh, is a pretty mess up actually. Ecosystem. they have literally like like hundreds of python they have uh uh, what uh iron python and a c python and tons of python designed for like micro python for different things right but uh fast api was designed for or based on the thing called um starlet Uh, it's basically um a titanic thingy. About python just like uh uh religion thinking so you have to follow these kind of rules to actually get this thing work so and then fast api was designed for for um uh, let's talk about performance first right why we care the performance we get is the same as getting as a goal so well not not like that's just pretty close right but not exactly as fast as goal and uh but you got all the type it's more like more than api development so you got that we need valve you got the uh, document generation uh we got the swagger uh documentation and then we can test it uh it's completely readable so basically like a full suit of uh a tooling designed for make your uh, machine learning ai predictions uh uh design-as-a-service because Python is really good with uh, a numeric computation. Like there was a Pandas, they have a, what's it called, NumPy. Uh, Those are tools designed for work numbers. So we we spend majority of time actually working on the back end to do a company automations.
0: How how does FASTP, well, Yeah, it seems like it's a way to make APIs a little bit faster and more efficient than typical ways that you would do in Python. Is that correct?
1: Oh, it used to be just tough. You have to go for Django while because you have to do it's So fast API compared to our framework in the Python's async label. Basically, it's just saying it's one thing that stands out. It's just async keyword is asynchronous frameworks designed for, for APIs, right? Because in Python, it used to be just you know, pretty, pretty slow. We have been using like, um, uh, 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 oh, we're using lots of MQ to delay our work because uh, it used to be just not that easy. Yeah, MQ for design for micro like messaging query. So we have lots of Redis and MQ actually get something to work, but now i just saying, hey, you know what? I got in a way. I just bang, and hey, this is good enough. This is really good. If I have like large scale stuff, I have to do some like uh, uh, MQ and Redis to actually catch my query, and <laughs> it just saves time for for fast API. And you know, it's pretty pretty solid, pretty stable.
0: It kind of reminds me of Flask, actually. If I'm looking at some of the code online right now, I mean, when I look at some of it, it really reminds me of Flask. I mean, if you know Flask already, do you think you can pick up this Fast API quite quickly?
1: Oh, oh, very good question. Fast API is not designed for microservices, actually. <laughs> okay, so, so it has to be well, to a monolith. That's different. Yeah. So, uh, in Python, we do. Django and fast, perfectly the same too. The like majority of people yeah. do too. Once it's but everything included, so it's Django. and the fast it's more like uh, you know just uh, do whatever you want, right? Vegetable, blah blah blah. But it's not fast enough. It's not asynchronous in nature because jingle we got the ORM, fast we have a little bit of ORM too, but they're not that fast. I mean seriously you Think about terms of performance, fast API is the only one way to actually kick up in uh, doing a Docker, uh, Docker Compose, a cloud native uh, environment. You got all the, uh, uh, what's it called, IntelliJ Telesense. So we got the, the model uh, exception, the serializer, ORMs, so what you name them basically. But the thing is that we don't want to actually put anything together. Like we want to mm-hmm. provide and conquer. Because uh in in a, in a business world, like our clients is uh, uh MTRO Hong Kong, we have Arab and a bunch of listed companies. Like they they, are, they don't have requirements. They say hey I have this problem right here. Can you fix it? Mm-hmm. Like can you actually get something to work in, in a day. That's the question, right? I, like we, we just literally have to microservices because uh, everything can swap. I can just pull it down, pick up, like put it back within the day. No downtime. That's how how we deliver our product.
0: I'm actually kind of curious. How come we just didn't try using Dart in the back end? Because Dart, I think, seems like a pretty fast language. It, it compiles natively, right? Especially recently. So why not just use Dart since something you can use in front end and back end? Back end? Yeah, for back end.
1: Oh problem with Dart is that um, we're using Dart as a code generator, like the the output that I showed you. It's really fast on the on the on the back end. We it's like nanosecond for, for code generation and we compile and visualizing. It. It's really, really fast, very efficient. But the thing is that in the Python, like in the science people point of view, right? We talk about pedantic means like we have to be, uh, we don't have slide in dark, like slicing and dicing the, the pandas away because we, we just don't have it. Uh, for a large data set, we just don't have like simple tooling for that kind of scenario. Why well, I, I can do it, but, uh, it's not that efficient. But, but still, Python have uh, a nice library called Pandas. I just have to do a couple lines. that are just like doing of thing, sorting, uh, the way. If you want to do machine learning on dark, that, that would be insane. But the thing is, that's not ready yet. So, uh, so we spend time on doing Python for backend.
0: I got it. Okay. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. What do you think is the most interesting project you ever had to work on for a client?
1: Uh we we actually are uh, uh, started lot too long ago. We our company only two years. Uh, we we actually work for pretty much uh, uh, all the major listed company in Hong Kong already. So uh, we have uh, uh, basically every project is interesting because we do not have the template this is more like a, a customer driven we we mm-hmm. do um i recently have a project uh it's more like a. uh it's called dignity kitchen it's basically we're helping the disabled people to get a job for our app so they can like face time for for and the restaurant, but the, the people, actually, the worker, the server is, uh, is, is disabled, right? They, they crippled. They're crippled, but uh, the thing is that we, we I think it's uh, more like uh, uh, helping the, the society get people get more, from, uh, get a job, you know, you just have to be uh, using further, uh, make an app on a tablet to do FaceTime with a... Uh, uh, a machine, like a me we have a robot that actually makes delivery. So So, so I can see it's more use case that uh, oh, people have the money. They can actually allow people get uh, jobs.
0: So, so, so for this,
1: is it is it, is it interesting enough? It's...
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's interesting. But you just mentioned something about uh, this robot, right? You, you use Flutter on a robot. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we we develop um a photo plugin that was designed for for robots. So we because most of the robots in in uh, in the world actually is an Android base. So we do okay. interpolation uh from our an Android native transform to further So uh, actually it's open source. So we open source our, our whatever uh robot plugin to community use. So we just you know, it's a due diligence, You know, you have to do something for the give back to the community. So,
0: so what does this robot actually do, and and do people actually use this plugin?
1: Oh, basically, it's just a moving tablet.
0: <laughs> for me,
1: it's just a robot that can actually navigate itself in the environment. Uh, it can speak. they can have a native engines, so you can remove it as yourself. So you can do like a telepresence of yourself in the meeting and uh, it's called Tami actually it's a uh, it's a uh, a guy uh from Israel developed this kind of uh a project on link and describe what kind of robot it is it's this uh a personal robot designed for uh for you uh navigating space so yes. But you can't talk about a lot about that robot because uh, it's kind of like a, a, a booming business in Hong Kong. So
0: Really? I've only seen that robot one time. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen it in some co-working space. I can't remember now. But, yeah, I, I do remember seeing this robot. The robot, yeah, I actually,
1: mean, uh...
0: as I say, the robot just reminds me of like a tablet or an iPad on a vacuum cleaner is what it looks like yeah. to me
1: yeah that's exactly what it is but 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 hear me out uh the function it carry out and now when now it would be a sanitizer right we talk about cleaning the house right so we we actually cook. uh we we actually have a, a sanitized kit that was designed for for that robot so we walks around cleaning the house uh it, it would make delivery um basically that robot. Uh, uh, every, uh, Hong Kong hospital will have one of those robots. Every Hong Kong hospital, that's like a couple of thousands already, right? Every, uh, like, the senior house, uh, the senior people house. Every senior house in Hong Kong people, like, they will have one of those cameras in their room. Okay. So you are too young for it. So basically. <laughs> Actually, that machine, that robot is already deployed in thousands thousands already.
0: Just in Hong Kong? There's thousands yeah. in Hong Kong, is that right? Okay, interesting.
1: I about 6,000? i bet actually 6,000 robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, lots of them still in beta, some of them were designed for internal. So, you, you don't, you know, they, they don't want you to see it yet. Because because uh, that they because they think about security. That robot walks around, so they think about security. They think they may want uh, people steal it and do some damage to it. Actually, we got lots of uh, uh work from from uh, Temi, uh, but we also got work all over the world. We got work from Italy. We got work from uh United States. We also got work from. uh uh, from China, for now so we got some new jobs coming in, and uh, we we just make it fun, so Wow,
0: that's quite exciting. How, yeah, how did you guys manage to get to in touch with? Tem- how did you manage to get in touch with Temi? Actually, that's quite interesting because they're all the way out in Israel, right? Not like they have a base in Hong Kong, I think, right? Yeah,
1: actually, the Chinese guy is a uh, you know, big investor. It's in Hong Kong, so we, we met him uh, in the Rise Conference. I think it's about two years ago. I think it's a RISE conference. I can't remember. Yeah. The, uh, we, we are the, yeah, RISE conference. And we are one of the participants in the pitch. Yeah, we, we, we are our startups actually pitch in the RISE conference. They invite us and we talk about our app builder and, uh, They the, the guys say, you know what? The robot is a map, so why don't we just work yeah. on it? And that's how we start.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I think uh, if we want to bring this back to Flutter, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot more kind of cross-platform and other ways that you can rate, write apps. Why should people care about using Flutter compared to, like, React Native or Ionic or whatever else? Mm. I, I try them already, though,
1: because uh, they have their own problems. Uh, for Flutter... I don't have any restrictions because for me, is a big canvas. I don't really care like what kind of stuff they put on. I just stuck it as a widget. I put them on, it's there. I have the full control. And developer experience is really, really good because uh, I'm using IntelliJ a lot because I used to be a, a, a C-Shop programmer, right? I, I'm using tools called uh, WeShopper so the keyboard exactly the same that was i used to be like 10 years ago so developer experience extremely extremely well for father like i can do my own plugin for Futter, for cli cook generation they are they actually built in uh, it's called sauce gen for cook generation so if you watch to game to a more like a advanced tooling for for butter, it's available but for, for Ionic stuff, they do all kinds of translation. It's not that fast. I mean, seriously, how fast can JavaScript run on the phone? But I'm, I'm not saying it's not like, well, I could not make it work as fast as butter. But, but the thing is that JavaScript has its limit. Like you have to go for iOS and Android. If they update the libraries up, not update yet. So you're stuck. What are you going to do? Right if i actually have to go in and make a pr that's kind of crazy but i i just have lots of projects i have to move on right i can do some tricks to actually make the uh in the further i can do some tricks to actually stop that function for a couple days so i can get into the app store in javascript we cannot because they can have an app bundle they have uh, whatever, Bundle, Webpack, or React. React is crazy, too. React is like expo, React. You have to know the library really well. You know the JavaScript. I I don't know how good your your JavaScript skill is, but for me, JavaScript is crazy, (laughs) you know? It's not like, oh, man, wow, this is kind of cool, but how do I do native stuff? It's very tough. I cannot isolate what kind of stuff is native. (laughs) Because in Dart I can choose I can I can choose like, oh this function has been native. Or or this function could be just using plugins. Right? I have the option to choose, right? But in JavaScript, how the hell could you do native? Right? <laughs> I don't know how, because you have to actually go into export and then do a plugin and then you do JavaScript on top of it. Well well that takes too much time, then I just work on native Right? I don't have options. I have to go into native. But for Flutter, for, for I have a big canvas here. Hey, I can do whatever my UI want, back in surface. I uh I can do hybrid, like like I can do native and well so basically it's a long story, but it's just saying, Hey, you know what, Flutter? you can do hyper native. Like you can I can do something crazy. And that uh, with Java reacts, ah, you can do that, but it's just kind of tough. At the same time you Ten on it, probably double, triple, but but other, it's just half.
0: Yeah, I I I know what you mean. Um, so it's a long story, I, but <laughs> it's okay. You can go into some of it if you like.
1: You uh, don't want game to get exposed a because it's a functional program. We talk about original problem dependency. Mm. Well, let's talk about one simple problem, here, right? How much it depends on on using React Native. Well, mm-hmm. let's see, right? <laughs> React Native. Well, we sure need some bundler, right? <laughs> we mm-hmm. need some Webpack, right? Bundler crate, okay. Transpiler, right? We talk about babel, uh, ES5, ES6, okay. You, you do all kind of stuff and then we have actually going to native it's just so slow like like you cannot get 60 frames without putting like uh, optimization simple yeah. how often you see 60 frames per second you see some figure on your phone with uh, react native but you see where uh on the further and then how much dependency will depends on the, on uh on a react native Punch, like, a lot of stuff. Everything can go wrong. But for Butter, it's just, you, know, you, you get it up. They will give you a sample project. It's already running, even though it's just a condo, right? As simple as that. That's a big comparison from a uh, React Native. You set up the environment. Uh, uh, it's just so much pain. That's, that's my, my soul with uh, React Native. I, I used to do it. I used done, uh, isomorphic with React. Isomorphic Reacts is, uh, more like, uh, more like, a isomorphic mean like a website and side rendering. And then React Native come to play. So there's all three at once. But I have tough time just maintaining about it because it's just so tough. Like they have interdependency. Like which one switch? And then you, you just stop sometimes. From time to time. Not not sometimes. From time to time you get stuck.
0: Yeah. I do have a, a question for you. At least one of the things I noticed in Flutter, which you know is kind of a little bit annoying, is that uh there's more than one way to do state management and it kind of like, you know, and also Google itself keeps changing their minds about what they kind of recommend, right? So I guess the first question is. What do you use for state management? And then the follow-up for that one would be, why do you think this is such a complicated question and problem within Flutter?
1: Okay, so let's start with beginning. So we used to have, or um, well, I personally use uh, Bob a lot, Bob Patton. Uh
0: Block, right, B-L-O-C?
1: Yeah, Bob Patton by uh, the guy named, I forgot his name, actually. Actually, I was involved with Bob Patton early days, I think his name is uh, ah, oh, it's hip
0: hop, so. I can get you his name because I remember it. I'm actually planning to try to get him on.
1: Yeah, he's he's uh, really good, I think uh, he's a guy from New York, he used to work in a uh, BMW.
0: Oh.
1: I was getting involved with a Butterfly pattern uh, way back, and then we each uh, had Felix, Felix,
0: Felix, right? Yeah, yeah, Felix, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the
1: guy. Uh, looks mm-hmm. really crazy here and a really, 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 he's actually really good he's a really good one of uh, people actually uh figure out something that will change in the industry because bob heaven is the way working with events and, and apps i used to be uh you know just working on a bunch of uh 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 because in in the, in the app, there's a couple components, right? You got UI, you got interaction. You also have a state, and state. How do you manipulate state? State have uh, two different side, right? One's the global state, one's local state. So how do you work with those states would be crucial for how you um, manage what's the truth of the state, like. Sometimes you just have a big application. You don't know which one is the truth. You don't know what mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah. you got so many moving parts, right? This guy changing, this guy changing. But, but where the hell is the truth? Well, you don't know because it's keep changing. We uh, actually used to be, have a way to solve it called V-Docs. and then later they have a, something called Moix. And then uh, both of them are pretty good. Pretty good. I think it's a very really good methodology. They both have uh, similar pattern. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm from C-sharp, where right? I'm from C-sharp guy. C-sharp, we also have uh, something called events. We have an event bus that actually take care of our state, which is you uh, know they don't have that in uh, way back. You know people just don't have the, the kind of technology not available. So, I'm I using block pattern to, uh, to make my state work. It's much more easier. So, I don't have to.
0: Maybe you could tell us about how block pattern actually works because not, maybe not everybody uses it.
1: Hmm. So, block pattern underlying block pattern have a couple of things. They have react, uh, sorry, sorry, reactive, reactive dark. I, I, I'm from the C sharp people, right? We're using Rx, C sharp for, for uh, stream of a stream. So a stream as an event. So block pattern, three things. Our start, one thing, and a provider, as in her, the widget. And uh, we also have an event system that you're controlling my state.
0: Well, I think, to, at least to me, the way block works is that you have something called an event, right? Yeah. And then the event has to be sent to the block. And the block stands for business logic component. Is that right?
1: Yeah. 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 Basically, well, I, it's really tough to actually put in a box because it's very hard to pronounce, right? Think about a box. A box is, uh, is a, a box itself. You cannot rotate, cannot change. So it's always two. Mm. right it doesn't change it's a, it's the same thing it doesn't matter what it is right it's the same thing it doesn't move right so every time it changes it's a new box How's that right yeah, change the sure. color okay mm-hmm. so first of all, I have to uh imitate means you cannot change so I can get performance mm-hmm. get the part all right not mutating yeah. actually gain performance so you get a new one basically every new one every time right
0: so data is basically immutable right
1: immutable yeah yeah that's the word that's a keyword actually but immutable first first you have to do that to accomplish that kind of uh ideas about about mutating state so we can get performance second part about our stock they actually work with stream hmm. stream changing of events uh and then we have those tool kit in place, I can use and pass it around as a provider. Provider means I can uh, I can grab something on top of my tree, then the bottom. So I don't even care where I'm from. I just can uh, pass it around, so I can use it. Okay, and so that's actually the the thought pad on uh, a nutshell. You know? It's just a way to actually rotate your state so you can do manual event at any time you want.
0: Yeah, I mean the the way I think of block pattern is like like you said you got your block at the top of the tree. Uh whenever you want to do something, something happens, you send an event up to the block and then the block will emit down the state, right? And that kind of really follows mm. the a lot of ideas, even from like React, right? Where an event comes up and yeah. bubble that up to the top, the top handles the state yeah. change, but all the state will bubble down, right? So, or even a lot of other ones too, because React yeah. also kind of that's copies off Elm. H O F.
1: Yeah, that's called the uh, H O F high order component or H O something. That's kind of mess up world about that kind of state because uh. you've got nesting, uh, and nesting means you have. Uh, uh, in a C-Shop, people used to say, we do composition rather than inheritance. So we don't pass things around. We compose uh, the thing that we need to actually do our thing. Not not just like passing around. Passing around is a bad thing. But sometimes you have to do it because it's so simple. But, but you know, we try to avoid that kind of stuff in the footer. So that's how I achieved the, the app builder in the app form. So it can create itself, and also for isolating because dark also support isolate. Very crazy idea about isolate too. Isolate is a big topic for for uh, uh, messaging curry and uh, and ACA, You know ACA thing where there's uh, it's like elixir. So basically phoenix. They those are kind of the idea. Very powerful idea, but dark itself. It's built in. Mm. I mean, how often you get kind of stuff, right? You've got isolate. You got, you got the crazy UI as a campus. You've got the extensibility. Now, if they have extension methods, just like C sharp, now uh, C sharp has, uh, mm. <laughs> it's extensions. And then we can talk about, uh, probably later in dark link, just like C sharp has. Uh, it's called a uh, link. It's more like, uh, are uh, doing query on the on the on the thingy on the uh on the object itself so we have less of something you have just we so i don't have to go for a uh, bunch of uh, uh uh like syntax to actually get something further i just have to link so that's another topic so i mean from from my perspective so like dark is cost platform <laughs> you can you just like, what, what else are you going to ask for, right? This is the best
0: you can get. Well, you say it's the best you can get, but I mean, there must be something that, well, actually, I, my, my next question, I think is a good question to ask, right? Because I don't want us to only say Flutter is great for everything because we all know that there's nothing that's a silver bullet, right? So what is Flutter mm. good for? What's its sweet spot and what is it not good for, in your opinion?
1: It's good for uh, iOS and Android, uh, uh, but not good for the website yet because the uh, uh, website, one of the requirements for commercial is uh, doing SEO, you know, they have to do some like optimization for a search engine, it's not available yet. And then uh, we, it's not good for like uh, reading posts, like medium, you know, those, those are boring websites like simple layout have to clean. Lots of text. They are not good for though because part of web is uh, uh it's designed for 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 uh, what's it called progressive web like SPA
0: like or so something they are not, like PWA yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah 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 PWA is a PWA. It's not designed for like a simple website. You know, it has the interaction to make it useful. If you're actually doing like a simple one, like commercialized website you probably have to do some next JS. That's uh one of client clients using next.js, so it's, uh it's pretty pretty funky actually. <laughs> that that Next JS is uh quite promising for for app because they do a server a side rendering. So uh, uh so further, actually most of the time you just have a little bit if it doesn't work you go to native. So that's that's like first thing we do. And then Flutter for web. Uh, uh, I mean, that's the best you can get too. PWA, right for free. I'm <laughs> seriously single code base.
0: Mm. It
1: works really well for us.
0: So, do you actually have any web apps in production now using Flutter, or not yet?
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. We're using our, our protection for Swire. Uh, Swire is a company in Hong Kong. In house, I think it's a listed company, I think. I forgot it was it. Swire Property. Yeah, Swire Property is a listed company, actually. Uh, we do their internal okay. apps on the father web, that was the internal website. So, uh, uh, you know, they, they're more than happy to use it because of the development time. We go shopping in about, what, two weeks? Uh, we have delivered in two weeks and they're happy.
0: Yeah, I, I actually just tried out the Flutter web yesterday. Uh Some client sent me a design that, you know, he wanted me to do in HTML, but I just saw the design and it just immediately reminded me of some things in Flutter. So I just didn't flutter in about three hours, including the times that I messed up on a couple of things. So, but I delivered it. They loved it. Uh But yeah, they need some SEO. So that's why it couldn't really work out for them. But in general, I, I'm quite happy with it also. Um I, I know you mentioned so something simple, and right? so I know both t- sorry, go ahead. What are you gonna say? It's uh CSS is
1: tough actually. You have to do like uh SCSS, you know. CSS is not that easy. Though. Yeah. I think in Futter the color because the like in the color system for Futter is more accurate. Hmm. The hexadecimal do not have alpha value, so don't have transparency and futter we do mm. so we instead of working with hacks we can actually have more control of the color system so the design system has uh, you know the design is what uh, 1920 times whatever but the thing is that the color is mm-hmm. not accurate most of the time people think oh this is color but it's not but in the in the in the further it's always consistent we also have uh, uh alpha value like like how how. Uh, what the hell is it called we got two more numbers We have got two more numbers in front so basically they were saying that it's yeah yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah there's 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 uh
1: so it, it was helping us out a lot because it was i
0: i remember now you're you helped me to remember is that there's web safe colors right and so
1: yeah
0: <laughs> you're saying that 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 even flutter is actually using colors that are actually more than web safe is what you're saying so in my browser, yeah. I could actually see colors which are not actually web safe. Oh, it's more
1: like um, uh, matching the design problem not not about those like standards. Like how the hell are you matching a design mm. with your world productions? How right, right? Do you, how like people will say, "Hey, here's my color, here's my thingy, here's my twenty hundreds design mile." Like like you have to match it. So this is the rules. We're a big company. I pay for you. You have to do it. But the thing is that mm-hmm. if without butter, it's very tough to get that exact color. Like, like the hexes mess up because it probably the design is not Adobe XD, probably Illustrator, probably Photoshop. It just mess mm-hmm. up, right? You have to figure out the color first. That's a simple, like, simple problem. But with butter, I have alpha value. It just works exactly the same. Yeah, this is even tougher, I, it, ah, I this is crazy. So it's a column problem that I struggle with.
0: Uh, uh, Actually, what I usually struggle in is with Flutter, I feel I can really create anything I want to create. I think you probably feel the same way. But uh, how do you actually design an app if you don't really have much design sense? Because I don't think you and I both have much design sense compared to an actual designer so but you said with flutter you can basically design whatever and people are kind of happy with it so how, how do you go about your designing your own app style how do you do all this without actually having design concept yeah well basically i have
1: a set of tooling like ThemeKit. so basically nobody talks about theming. well let me talk about it because filming actually can help you generate thousands of things when you see what you look at Google phones have like, already thousands of funds available like people talk about apps now which is about fonts, visibility a, a set of like attacks like how 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 weighted the bond is how, how how this pay how user experience is, talk about user experience how fast is your app right and that's what well, they care you know talk about we i got the general sense about their there are, uh, like, like, uh, this guy, uh, let's say, let's grab an example. Uh, uh some, some big housing company, uh, developer, right? Want to do a promotion. Uh, want to do, like, a promotion. With people, like, how, well, they need some brochure, right? They need some pictures. However, uh, they will send you a piece of paper saying, Hey, I need this company. I'm going to give you two days. Well you, you can try grab a designer for like well they work hard uh, take like ten hours, right? But you've only got two days. And they say, okay, fine, I just go in, grab their website, oh this kind of style the color they're looking for. Uh let's see if they're they want the print of documents. You just copy it. I mean, this just literally take a picture of the design and transferring their styling into an app. And you don't even need, like, Adobe Steel design video. you. just pick a picture or whatever, and then you grab the color, the design the thing um, to get it to work. Simple mm-hmm. as that, right? Okay. Is that, is that answering your question how you do it or how I do it?
0: Yeah, yeah. The way I would say it is you basically uh, already have a bunch of kind of, like, a bunch of pre-made designs already or something like that. And you just build upon that, right? Based upon their yeah, theming, their website and so forth.
1: Yeah, it was so actually so straightforward though. People, you know, we we talk about consistency. That's this consistency of the company. They would give you actually their identity guide, like this is my company. Well it's not oh. my company, it's a listed company.
0: Basically I have the style a, guide, the
1: a digital identity. You no, know, this cannot say that
0: again, sorry? Uh, I think the style guide is what you mean, right?
1: Yeah, 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 the, their, their branding you know, this guy. is my identity guy, corporate, yeah, branding guy, identity guy. So they give you exactly what is. it is, you know, you just work on it because you cannot change the style of the big guy. They don't want you to change. This is our style. This is how I want it. And once you got that out, you're free.
0: Uh, I think the the last few things I want to go over, uh, now that you are kind of been in Flutter for some time, it's basically uh, what kind of tips would you give for people who are beginning Flutter or interested to actually start looking at Flutter?
1: Oh, it's just sort of, we just have to do it because uh, I, I don't know what your background is. For me, it's just like, oh, I, I can do what? I download uh, the Flutter and say, what well, put the doctor, for the doctor and tell me what's wrong with it. And uh, I, next day, I already be typing Typing out, like, most of the stuff, I already, like, just do it literally. I can just do it up mix it. So, I mean, mm. I mean, the more time you work on it, well, it's kind of, it's kind of stupid things, right? But the thing about, about learning how to do, um, uh, something, something, oh, not familiar, you have to keep it simple. You know, keep the, mm. keep the, whatever you do simple like you have uh, for me i i like simple things a simple thing works oh it is a simple thing works i'm happy i'm happy i will work on something bigger right and then oh, once you have like thousands of success like one one thousand simple thing works then you get a complete app right Just seriously like you cannot make an app in a couple hours well i can but, but you cannot right but then you work on something simple, like like one screen, two screen, oh shit, this will work. That's <laughs> really nice too. And then I'll work on more complicated. Hey, hey, you know what? I have done it a thousand times. I'm so sick of it. Then I would think about oh, how do I uh, reuse some of my code, right? Some of my my knowledge so I can make myself a little bit easier to work on. And then you move on with uh, with, uh a different aspect of the app. So so where where we, we informed about programming or any any languages? You have to worry good about your intention. I see lots of, mm-hmm. uh, I do lots of cooking with some colleagues and, and people, right? I mean, seriously, like I'm asking what is your intention? Right? Like what kind of stuff do you try to do in here? It looks pretty messed up. You can do it in probably five lines, but how the hell you got to do like 20,000 lines? I mean, Mm-hmm. What's your intention? Your intention is to simplify It's as simple as a couple of lines. It's good. It's really good. So I can read. I'll say, oh, it looks like you forgot this and that. That's I could give you five of um, 10. And then I would see something like, whoa, that's like 2,000 line for a doc file. So I say, whoa, I can't read that. I would give you like two. But it works, right? so basically mm-hmm. as simple as possible uh to work your faith through it so people actually can go in they don't have the time man. seriously if that that's it's just UI could cook take like five minutes it's way too long i'm saying i'm sorry man i couldn't do it break down and then i i would come back to look at this is fine line or is it pen line oh that's pretty good or, or you know reasonable size so in c sharp we have uh a strict rule for that kind of a thing, so so C sharp actually really good about the design pattern. Uh, we talked about what's the naming convention. We talked about why is it safe, or or, or how do you define class, the class name, why we have fat client, fat model, fat. Uh, well, we got all kind of philosophy. It's from C sharp mm. on the wheel. The C sharp for so long. So I got the best, uh, well not the best. I like got suggestion about about how they do it, and I just migrated. it. So is that is that good tip?
0: that's it's all up to you, right? I can't say what's good or not, right? <laughs> just what you think is a good tip to give to beginner.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, it's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's, 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 tip. it's good. Basically, just get out there and do it, right? And I think that's what most people are saying: just just do it, uh, and it's with, with any
1: simple skill. simple attention your your attention, like your because uh IntelliJ the ID itself.
0: Yeah
1: it's actually based on the intention. We got telescenses based on our attention, like how what kind of things you wanna accomplish mm. in that single file, right? So don't no, go do it but with simple attention. Mm. One file one fucking thing you know don't don't mess it up too much pain will hurt me you know in my eyes you know it's just one thing one foul do it and then we come back look at it give some review oh this is good this is not too good we give comments like this is how i want
0: it. okay i think that's pretty good tips no I, I i agree all right well i think we're just about out of time uh Sorry that, you know, I know you got a lot more things to discuss. So, if you ever want to come back and give some more, you know, if you talk about some more things, just feel free to reach out to me. Of course, you know how to get to me, right? Uh, otherwise,
1: I <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah,
0: I mean, if you have anything else you want to say or anything else you want to plug, uh, now would be the time to do it.
1: I have a lot, though, but, uh, but it depends what people want to hear. Because I, I'm doing it for so long, though. It's just we have we can talk about every single thing and why mm. why the way I choose it to be because uh, you know I it's my I own two startup so I I basically make decision based on my knowledge so I would mm. like to have people call me saying hey uh, this is wrong and I'm more more than happy people say you know tell me I'm wrong because I can mm-hmm. think oh yeah maybe you're right. So I can prove myself. Yeah. I, I'm going to yeah. accept any any common you know, people will say hey, oh or, or people actually have uh I don't know their uh what the yeah. hell is it called? Opinionated. So opinionated work, like yeah. right? how opinionated are you to work. to so I we love those like judgment because it's in Python, we got the Python thingy, C sharp. we got our design pattern in dark. Well, we do have some sort of design patterns, but still not, not confirmed yet because, you know, what you used to say at the beginning, you know, why is changing? Well, it's up to you guys because we got get, what is that, get X or the location pattern yeah. and, and all the mm-hmm. other crazy stuff. Those are good. I'm serious. I think those are good, but the report is kind of cool too. But what kind of, what kind of problem does this solve? I already solved my problem, so what kind of problem are they solving, right? I already solved my problem that works for me well, so why are they solving it, hmm. right? I'm saying not the best, but Bob hasn't solved my problem, I'm more than happy to keep using it. So what else is problem? I don't have any problem, because those, those are like pattern have dependency they have inter underlying dependency mm. if you go in production with something not tested or not used it, you'll be in problem because you're the one going to fix, so I don't want to because that's why I'm saying block pattern
0: okay, yeah i so far I'm pretty happy with block pattern too myself, but I've been also taking a look at, it at River Pie. it looks pretty interesting too, so I have to take a look at that a little bit deeper before I make my final choice.
1: Yeah, that was uh, without context. I think it solved the problem without context. Yeah, that that one is kind of cool too. But uh, I think I think that's a little bit more work on the on the thing. So I I didn't pay close attention to it.
0: Okay. Well, again, thank you for your time. Uh, feel free to reach thank out if you want to do some more, or I'll come out and find sure. you.
1: Sure. Yeah. So let me know.
0: All right. Stay safe. Thank you so much. You too.
1: Yeah. Bye.